Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode 110 as we hit double digits inside triple digits, which seems like uh, not that big of a deal, but I wanted to bring it up anyways. Justin Morissette with you once again, and with me as always is... Stefan, are you there? Yeah, can you guys not hear me? No, did you say your own name? Yeah, I said my own name. Oh, well, we didn't get yeah, that Yeah, we didn't get that. This is uh, welcome to the technical <laughs> episode 110, Technical Difficulties. Yeah, which would tie in perfectly with the day that I've had prior to this. Um, feeling very frazzled. It's been a... It's been a long, stressful day, but we can talk a little bit more about that a little later on. Yeah, I can Pre- see his beard and hair. Preemptive, and it's both frazzled. Preemptive apologies on some technical difficulties, perhaps on Stefan's side. Stefan, you were saying uh, your internet connection in Los Angeles has been extremely shit for like the last seven days, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, sa- I said week. I didn't say seven days, but uh, well, it's been really. It's it's just been really slow and uh, just we're being like throttled. Like I've just downloaded too much uh, porno- uh, videos or uh, you know whatever. Um, but we'll see. We'll we'll make do. I think we can power through this. I and, think so. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're hearing any of this at all. So I might just be like, talking to the wind. No, no we, heard, we heard we heard all, all that. that. Thankfully, yeah, that yeah. came through. Just, I'm I'm, uh, I'm John Cullen. Definitely hack. There we go. John Cullen. And uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but uh, 110, that's uh, hitting double digits inside triple digits. (laughs) Yeah, that's a thing. Have you guys noticed that? (laughs) That's fucking cool as hell. Like like there's an old bin in there. Yeah, like it's like we got past 9 into 10, so that makes it – like if you were just counting – There were were double digits in there already. It's like like 108 is like 10 and then an 8. Well, yeah, but that's if you're getting ten tech- tens. That's if you're getting. That's if you're getting technical. I just remember. Do you remember episode? Yeah, 10? actually, you know what? Maybe there's no double digits in this one because it's eleven and zero. Do you remember a hundred episodes ago when we hit episode ten? I felt like that was a big deal, double digits, <laughs> and now we're at yeah. a ten again, and it means nothing. And that, you know, I just thought I'd point that out. Okay. Yeah. No, I like it. Okay. I'm not. I would never said I was against it. <laughs> you're gonna have to explain this to me again. I'm not. It just not following. It felt like a big deal when we hit episode 10 100 episodes ago because we made it out of single digits into doubles, yeah. but now we're in triple, and then we hit 10 again inside right, the yeah, triple yeah, yeah. digits. Yeah, but it's, no one cares now. that Like, 110 is not a milestone. Oh, but 111 is three ones in a row. So That's that'll actually be true. Exciting. That's true. That is a milestone. <laughs> I'll give you that. Absolutely. No, th- uh, no, three, three ones in a row is our group photo. <laughs> oh, that's, pretty, that's pretty good actually yeah, i'm glad your internet worked for that one yeah that was solid that was <laughs> definitely solid yeah i guess we did take that one group photo where we're holding the letters ass i think that probably is yeah. as good of a manifestation of three ones as anything uh i like the one where we're holding the letters art 
Yes. And then I have a F just dangling That's slightly true. out of frame. A rogue F. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not out of frame because it's, well, I mean, it's in the picture. Because it's in frame. But, but you know, like. Yeah, right. yeah, you yeah. have to see, you see it and then it spells out fart. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, this yeah. is a, we had a big week. Last week on the show, we talked about the fact that uh, we had put out the call for someone to send us secrets. We did. Yeah. On the program. Yeah. So that we could read them out loud and potentially True. embarrass someone similarly to the way that I felt embarrassed. Yes. Over the course of the summertime. Yes. Uh, now, it didn't take long for someone to um, send us secrets that probably belong further or, or more, rather, in like penthouse forums. Yeah. It wasn't really so much a secret as, hey, uh, I'm going to talk about mine and my wife's sex life. Yeah. In extreme detail. Which one was that? Uh, that was, was that? the one where the guy talked about him and his wife's sex life. Yeah. Yeah. I- no. Specifically, what happened in it? I didn't read that one. Well, oh. he said that his wife is a squirter, so he was telling some squirt stories. Yeah, but I—I uh, I mean, maybe I guess that's in line with what I talked about. So yeah. it's sort of—I should have expected right. that when I was like, "Hey, True. I told the secret. Now you send yours." True. But uh, we got some other ones that I think are more in line with what we're looking for. Yeah, this is pretty great. And we're only gonna—we're gonna roll them out one, one at a time, one, to, one per week. One per week. I mean, technically, we only have two right now if we don't count the penthouse one. So we need more people to send them in. If you want to send them in, you can send them in at realgoodpod at gmail.com. We'll not read any of your info. Uh, and uh, yeah, although yeah. I, I will say I do like this person's burner email address. They they wrote their email address is just for rgspod at gmail.com. <laughs> now, which, which, uh, which secret is this? Because there's a couple of like... Like, do we well, think all I'm, of these are real? I'm just about to read it. I, I mean, I trust okay. our listeners. I think this one is I real. I don't, but okay. Well, well I, right. I think let's, the, let's hear this one. I think the murder one was real, too, but we'll talk about that well, why next would you? Week. Why would you fucking say I'm the, just teasing it. That's not teasing it. In the, in the anyway, biz, we call no, that a well, tease. Well, that was, that was the one that I thought was fake. I think. Well, no, because there's there's there the no, there was a news article attached to it. Yeah. Oh, was there? It was absolutely real. It was 100% verifiable. Well, uh, I think it's fake news. So, <laughs> okay, well, so that's next week's secret. Tune in for that. If you think something is fake news, you should have been on the Emmys tonight. Hey, topical, but um, bum. Okay, so this one comes in uh, from anonymous. Yes, and uh, I think the didn't have like the name of like a liquor or something attached to it. Uh, it's a no. fake name. No, yeah. I thought well, it was like Johnny Walker or no, something. No, no, close to that. Yeah. It's the name well, of a, a real name. It's the name of a uh, of a sausage uh, a sausage. Uh, oh, it's Jimmy Dean. <laughs> that's the one. Connoisseur. I was gonna. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Uh, they write. There's a lot to unpack in this one, there so is. I'm excited there for is. it. Uh, hello, Justin, Stefan, and John. I created this email so I could share a secret. The secret is I have a crush on Sam Anderson. I'm a fan of hers from the Facebook group, and I think she is funny and beautiful. That's not much of a secret, but it would make my wife upset if she found out. Our relationship has not been the best the past year, but I'm just too chicken to leave. So there it is. I have a crush on Sam Anderson. Secret is out on the world. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Now, I'm sure he feels better now. I mean, I hope so. Got to get that off his chest. Yeah, absolutely. Does he feel better than that we read it on the show, though? I, I don't mean, know. I mean, that, that was the intended purpose of this segment, yeah, yeah. so he must have known. Yeah. All right. He got to get yeah. it off his chest, just like you toweling down after the squirt session. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> oh right, sorry, we weren't bringing that up again. Um, so the uh, no, anyway. that was that was somebody that was somebody getting off on Justin's chest. Oh right, right, confused. right. Okay, sorry, my apologies. Um, but yeah, Boom. so there's there's obviously a lot to unpack here. Uh, first of all, I mean, I guess good for Sam. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah, yes, I think good. Probably. Yeah, I mean, she's it's always good. nice. It's always nice to hear that you're funny and beautiful. Yeah, and she's like a secret admirer yeah, out there somewhere exactly. in the world. Um, I just don't know why you had to say the wife thing. Yeah, just say you have it a crush really, on Sam. It really took a turn <laughs> yeah. in the middle there. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, this is nice. He has a crush on Sam. Very cute. Um, actually, but also, <laughs> <laughs> but also my marriage has been extremely difficult and I cannot bring it yeah. within myself to file for divorce. You know yeah. what? Maybe see it through. I don't know. What are we, what are we saying here, fellas? I feel like this has turned into an advice column at this point. Yeah, I mean... I don't want to advocate for divorcing someone because then maybe it's my fault if it happens, you know? That's- I feel like this could be used against him if it ever comes up to like... There's like a divorce. Well, I guess it would only come up again. It would only come up against him if he does divorce his wife, and then Sam starts showing up in his photos. True. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, it'd be pretty tough to know. I mean, there's lots of divorce. There's going to be so many divorces happening, like in the same day this episode comes out. I mean, you can't. There's no way of knowing. I mean, there's only one Sausage King though. So if he gets a divorce. That's true. Uh, if Jimmy Dean is Jimmy Dean still alive? I probably not. No, so <laughs> probably not. But whatever. If his heaven, I'm, I'm looking up right now. This might slow down the call even more. Jimmy Dean. <laughs> yeah, you really, uh, you really fuzzed out. Got lost in the matrix a little bit. Uh, but no, wonderful, great this, secret. Yeah, that was the first one we received. So of course. As I mentioned, next week's is probably even crazier than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, we wanted to, you know, go in pecking order. It felt it good. felt wrong to let somebody skip the queue because this gentleman obviously uh, put his life out there on the line and his wife out there on the line. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Uh, first, apparently, the line she's on is thin. <laughs> yes, yes, and getting ever thinner. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you for the secret. And I and yeah, just do what uh, what feels right for yourself, and hopefully you have a good life. I mean, I don't know what what do we say at this point. I don't know what you can say really. Clearly, a difficult situation. I mean, are we? Did you guys tell Sam before the show that? Well, uh, so I ran in. Yeah. I ran into Sam this week. Actually, I was having a, okay. I was having a salad at Tractor. She posted a picture mm-hmm. in the Facebook group, of course, and she just saw me from the street. And I was eating by myself because I was on the way to curling. So I was just so grabbing you're a loser. Well, that too. Um, so I was just grabbing so, a quick. Uh, did I cut out there? I didn't say anything there. No, we heard uh, no, it. I heard that. Thank you. It actually slowed down right when you said loser. So it was like loser. So it was extended. Put some actually. stank on it. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So Sam, uh, yeah, I was on my way to curling. So I was eating by myself. And Sam came in, sat down with me. And I said, you're going to like next week's episode. And then she was like, what does that mean? And I was like, you just wait. And she was like, I don't think I like it now. And hopefully and she like, does at this point. So maybe now I don't know. I don't know if she will. I, I have a feeling that uh, as soon as she heard the email, uh, sh- she will either post something in the group or or tweet at us or message one of uh, one of us. And I, I don't know. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what the reaction is going to be. I'm concerned that someone has heard it before she has and it's already like 
sent her some sort of uh, that is possible tweet to be like ooh or whatever you know that's probably happened that's true yeah um but uh, whatever goes down between uh, these lovely consenting adults in the future, <laughs> or doesn't happen. I mean, it, realistically, it probably doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, if we're being honest, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, but you never know. Whatever does or doesn't happen, maybe it would be uh, an event of some kind. Uh, <laughs> yes. Perhaps a ticketed event. <laughs> I mean, yeah. can only be described as my most tenuous segue of all time. <laughs> that is an extremely tenuous segue. <laughs> But that's, I mean, I respect it. I would, I'll take a ticket to watch Sam well, have sex. Well, that is not, I mean, it might lead there eventually. Yeah, well, if yeah. I'm getting a ticket for the date and they end up having sex, you better believe uh, it's like my the ticket. the Bachelor. Pre- you just get to watch, you know, you don't get to watch that part of The Bachelor, uh, do you? Well, maybe there's like a VIP experience. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, wow. Uh, I feel as though that part might get edited out. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to get edited out at all. I don't think anyone okay. edits this show ever. Yeah, no, I don't. I guess, we've said that at least 30 <laughs> times on this show, and we've never ended up editing the thing out. Uh, sometimes we do. Actually, that's not true. Yeah, we have a couple we've times bleeped. said, said things that are so objectionable, we have to bleep we've it out. We've bleeped also. Would it, would it be funny to bleep out Sam's name, and then, we, and then the group has to figure out who we're talking about? Uh, I think it would be funny... If I did bleep it out, and then we said that we were going to reveal who it was at an event that we sold tickets to. <laughs> yeah, that would See, be there you go. So people can buy tickets to the reveal of who the mystery man has a crush on. Right. Maybe it's a mystery woman who has a crush on a man. We don't know anymore. Well, I mean, we said wife. We knew Are you going to bleep all those out? Sure. <laughs> I, think we should, I think we should do the bleep. I think I think because yeah. it'll be like a mystery for everyone. And then also the guy who wrote the email will know. And then maybe his he'll he'll like slip up, you know? What if I, ble- I want to kind of figure out who it is. But what if I bleep it so much that it becomes a mystery even to him or her as the <laughs> Maybe. <coughs> I mean, it's yeah. a slippery slope. It sounds like a lot of work to me, but I don't have to edit this program. So <laughs> whatever makes sense to you. Like to me, I feel like if that's the idea, we almost got to re-record that yeah, segment. Probably. That would make it a lot easier but for s- you. Speaking of slippery slopes, water slides. <laughs> you can buy tickets to those too. <laughs> you definitely can. <laughs> I love to go water sliding. And you buying tickets to sports and concerts. I think we can all agree, sometimes it can be complicated. It can be. But there is a better, simpler way to buy, and that is with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. We all have the SeatGeek app on our phones, and it's by far the easiest way we've found to shop for tickets. You can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, you can instantly find the seats you want. I actually just used it uh, to look at tickets coming up for this upcoming NHL season. The Las Vegas Golden Knights were in town tonight for a preseason game, but they'll be back of course again for their first regular season appearance, and you won't want to miss that history. 
I won't anyways, that's why I was looking at the app. And SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with full confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. And best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code REALGOOD today. That's promo code REALGOOD for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. And as we discovered this week, that is no longer a mail-in rebate. They take it just right off the initial cost. So everything has been made much, much easier so easy. in the grand scheme. So easier. Absolutely. The fine folks over at SeatGeek, a very progressive all-female company that we love so dear. I love them a lot. Yeah. Um, that, that was... Uh, I don't even know where where we came from or where we're going at this point. No I, uh, we have, uh, any, do we have any donors? I'm in a haze at the moment. Yes, we do have donors, Stefan. Thank you for getting me back on track. I so You're appreciate welcome. that. No, no problem. Uh, I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about your Sportsnet experiences later too, because I think it's still so cool that you're working with them. Yeah, we can absolutely do that. I don't know. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about. Well, speaking of Sportsnet, I'll be on there tomorrow night. Yeah, you will. <laughs> For ten whole minutes. Ah, are you gonna plug? Uh, are you gonna plug this podcast nah, that we're on nah, right nah, now? Nah, yeah, nah. you're only gonna plug podcasts. No, right? I'm gonna. No, I'll plug RGS. I always plug this whenever I appear on a thing. How often? Does, oh, okay, does that that's happen? why our, our our listenership has gone down. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why. Yeah, they're like, "Ooh, boy, let's never check that out." <laughs> and then they also, I like they the hear idea you on the radio and then stop listening. Yeah, to the yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, I, I like the idea that the listenership goes down because they their friend is like, "Ah, oh, you should check out this podcast, real good show." And then they're like, "Oh, I heard that guy on the radio. He fucking sucks. You listen to that podcast? You should stop." Exactly. Like they're actively making their friends stop listening to it. Exactly. Exactly. I but like that. There's some people who can never stop listening. Apparently not. Like they want more of it, so then they donate to yeah. the show. And they have there's we've gotten emails or tweets recently rather from people saying that they have plowed through like the entire back catalog of this show in like a three week span, which is even crazier than when Duncan I don't know did it in like a month and a yeah, half. Yeah, that shouldn't be allowed. It's a speed run of RGS. Who can do it? Who can do it faster? Who can speed run RGS? Uh, and the problem with speed running it is that there's a new episode every week. So um, let's let's say the first 100 episodes. Um, let's get. I mean, I guess the the fastest way to listen to it would be just be like however long like the run. There's like no. Like you just listen to them all in a row. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you, so there's like a limit to how fast. Th- there's it like be. the one point five speed on uh, your podcast app on Apple phones, anyways. I think they're yeah. called. I iPhones. think you could listen. I think you get away with with they two are called iPhones uh, yeah, on your <laughs> Apple phones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. As we sit here uh, recording using an Apple book. Yeah. Of course. I think also like if you, you could do like ten times speed and and still kind of get the gist of it. No, that uh, that's it a, little a little fast, bit. but 1.5, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's got to be, what, in like episode 12, there's a glitch where uh, if you just go through this one portal, you skip ahead to episode <laughs> 49. 
<laughs> it took speedrunners a long time to find it, but you get through twenty seven, yeah. uh, thirty seven episodes. You, yeah, if you if you use the warp whistle on Jesse Farrar's first appearance, you can jump to his last appearance. As yeah, well. absolutely, absolutely, uh, and it's just like Mario in that uh, the you find the warp whistle in Giant World. And of course, that's a re- reference to Jesse Farrar's weight. Speaking of Jesse Farrar, he was on our uh, one of our donor episodes this month, and you can hear that if you donate five dollars a month, like these new donors. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money, that we know. That That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck Fuck your your parents. All right, we have three new donors this week, if I'm not mistaken. We do, and uh, donor number one, a man who was shamed into donating on last month's or last week's episode, Jamie Sesford. Yeah, we Jamie will, Sesford. We will say his whole name now, and we will not call him a cesspool. Uh, I really it, you, it got him to do it, though. It did. Yes, yeah. he uh, he decided to donate five dollars. Uh, he's I. He's been a day one fan. Yeah. I, I know he's definitely listened to every episode, and I'm sure he will actually enjoy going back and checking out the bonus content. Now, that was such a successful technique, John, that I'm going to do it in such a vague way right now that maybe everyone will think it's about them. Okay. All right. If you're out there and you've been listening since day one, look, you know who you are. I don't need to say your name. Yeah, no. I know it. John knows I it. I know it. Stefan knows it. Jimmy Dean. We all know it. You're out there just taking in this free content yeah. week after week. Yeah, bitch. Just enjoying it just yucking it up every yeah, single week every you think week. this is for free you're right it is yeah, we've just been free. giving it away for free the whole yeah, entire we, time yeah we do it for free but if you choose to pay for it that'd be kind of nice too i think yeah it's cool it's cool if you do that i mean we had one person donate ten dollars a month for one month and then just never donate again and i mean that's better than zero yeah right so yeah Thank you. Every penny helps. Every penny helps. I might be working for Sportsnet now, but I'm still poor. I got a we got a tweet today from David Jaffe asking if my new job means I'm not poor anymore. And let me tell you, David, no. We live in no, Vancouver. We're all poor. Well, and Stefan lives in L.A. We're all. It's there's no solution to poorness for us. Yeah. Other than socialism. So let's hope hey, and listen, pray we're for a inching, new government. We're inching towards it. Yeah. Someday soon, maybe. Someday soon. But in the meantime, if you want your name set on this program, just like Jamie Sesford, there's only one way to there's do it. There's only one way. And two more people did that this week. Yeah. Two more people did do that this week. Uh, it is uh, Snake Case. Snake Case. Yes. Yeah, sounds like a uh, condom. Someone, someone, it does <laughs> absolutely sound like that. <laughs> Um, it sounds like that, or it sounds like if you're super cool and you carry around a briefcase on your, uh, handcuffed to your wrist and people think it's like a movie script, uh, but it's just a really dangerous snake. Like, I think that's a super badass like villain move. Oh yeah. Uh, briefcase. I uh, know this is my snake. Somebody case. forces you to open the case yeah. at gunpoint. And yeah. And you I'm do. like, I'm like, I, t- I, you don't want me to open <laughs> this case. Dangerous snake yeah. that attacks and They're like, them. yo, motherfucker. They're holding the gun sideways. <laughs> open the fucking yeah, case. They're holding the gun sideways, like real gangster shit. And you're like, like listen, Brad Pitt and seven. Exactly. You're like, you don't want me to open this case. Trust me. And they're like, I would definitely want you to open this case, <laughs> bitch. 
I want to see Star Wars episode 14 or whatever. I want to see the script. And you're like, trust me, you don't want me to open this. And then they're like, open the fucking case. And then I think Pulp Fiction would have been a lot better, too, if there was just a dangerous snake inside yeah, the briefcase. Yeah, way better, way better. Um, I'm just pretending like I get that. And um, the, <laughs> Stefan uh, got it, I'm sure. Oh, I, yeah, I assume most I people. Did. I did. Oh, I assume most people get that yeah. reference, but not me. Not, um, not a man who doesn't watch films. No, never have. Uh, and finally, uh, Kevin Hoffman. That's a real sounding name. Yeah. A $5 donor. Thank you to you, Kevin Hoffman. You know what? The eerie, good boy, Kevin Eerie Hoffman. coincidence. When I did that vague little tease earlier, yeah. Kevin Hoffman is exactly who I was talking about. Oh. So funny how that works out. Interesting. Well, he is a donor to the show. <laughs> oh, well, welcome to the fold. Okay. I thought you were saying that, that it was supposed to be like that you were supposed to make it for multiple, like not just one person, but it was for one person. I guess person. it's been resolved now and no one else needs I mean, to donate. I guess, I guess so, yeah. That didn't really work out all that well. Yeah. Well, no, you shouldn't say no one. No. I mean, a lot of people. Then I'll just bleep all donate. that out now. No, no. no. Go back and bleep some more. Keep it in. You know who you are. <laughs> You know who you are, binch. All right. That's oh. what the people say online now, right? Yeah, so binch. Binch. Cause, cause, yeah, that's, cause, a, that's the thing to say. Bitch is, they say it out loud. They say it on the internet. Right. Because it's like, because it's, because I guess like saying bitch is bad now, right? Yeah. So you have to misogynistic. It's misogynistic. To say bitch. But bitch, no, no, no. It's, but, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It's just that if you say that to a verified guy and you're not verified, if you call them a bitch, then, then you get banned. But if you call them a binch, it's fine because it's not a swear. Oh, yeah. right, right, binch. right. Binge. Or you get like relegated to other replies, you know? Is yeah. that little button yeah. at the bottom of all the replies that's like Twitter with swears? That's where all the good replies are. I know. I find. Binch. I know. It's sad that they get pushed down there. Yeah. Very unfortunate. Uh, just to speak earlier to uh, our our poverty situation, I'm going to complete my EI report while we oh. do this next uh, segment okay. of the podcast. But you're working again now. I am working again now, yes. But yeah. this is, uh, you have to just keep it going like so I can collect over Christmas and oh. stuff when I'm not working. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I just have to keep up with my reports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, also, you're like waiting on your workman's comp from when a landmine blew off half your leg. <laughs> hey, man, don't. <laughs> I said not to talk about the landmine, bro. <laughs> it was actually really embarrassing for me because, uh, okay, this is why I didn't want to bring it up. It was actually a water mine. It was very embarrassing. No one's even ever heard of them. I'd never heard of them. I'm just swimming. All of a sudden, <laughs> there goes my leg. Yeah. It's fucked up shit, man. You know, like at least landmine, I feel like, has some dignity to it, you know, but water mine, disgraceful. I, just, I could see it floating. I thought it was a turtle. <laughs> so you touched it. Yeah, I thought with it your was leg. Yeah, Who wouldn't. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Yeah, of course. Well, I didn't want to blow my hand off, so I just stuck my leg out. I was like, "Ooh, turtle!" It's like it's like when my dog is like rolled over on her belly, and I'm too lazy to go down and like give her a rub. I'll just rub her belly with one of my feet. Yeah, exactly. So you try to do that to a turtle. Exactly. Exactly. And then it blew my leg off. Um, I am legless. <laughs> Repeat, legless. Well, uh, we talked about it last week a little bit, but I got invited to the uh, Canucks. Oh yeah, influencer. Yeah, I guess it actually yeah. happened. Event. So yeah, you got a social about this. influencer event, which was on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Rogers Arena, uh, and it, it was like mixed in with like the media kickoff event. So there, were, like all of like the reporters and radio and TV people were there also, which was kind of weird. Um, so did okay. We didn't talk. I didn't actually ask you on the 
on our DM were like were the influencers like people you knew? Uh yeah, some of them. Okay. Some of them. Uh Derek Bolin was there. He listens oh, to the okay. show. Yeah, and yeah. It was very nice to see him. I think I'd met him in person once How's before. How's he an influencer? Uh just a large Twitter following. Um I don't really know. He works for a social media company, I think. Yeah. I'm not yeah. exactly sure. But exactly. Let's it was good to see him there. Oh, yeah. He's a good he's dude. He's a great guy. He's a good dude. I have a great story about... Uh, actually, I got a great story about Derek Bolin. <laughs> he was not the only listener well, of this program. I can't program share it on the show. Who but. was at the event. Somebody came over to me and said uh, that it was a, a pleasure to meet me because they like the show and listen every week. Unfortunately... I do not remember who this person was. So you're probably listening right now, and you're thinking, I just big-timed you because I don't remember you. But I do remember you. I just don't remember your name. Well, you should have done like that other guy did and just said hi but then left. Yeah, no, he did do that. Oh, okay. He came over and was like, I love the show. Anyways, don't want to bother you. And he walked away. Don't want to bother you. Yeah, Yeah, because you're bothered all the time. In fact, somebody else did that this week while I was at karaoke at the American on Wednesday. I think it was Brandon Pasqualato. Yeah, yeah. He, Pasqualato. He's a big fan of podcasts. He also and came also over the show, yeah. and, and uh, said that he loves the show. And he tagged me in a tweet that I just shred karaoke, which, of course, everybody knows that. No, it's true. Yeah. I've never seen it. Uh, well, if you hear me sing like, like Bare Naked Ladies a couple weeks ago, of course I kill karaoke. What else am I going to do? What else am I going to do? <laughs> Not I don't know. fucking kill it? Of course I did. Uh, I mean, whatever. That's fine. Did you do your little night moves? I did. Move? I did. Did it work oh, out? Oh, not not that night. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I thought you said every time you do it, it works. I said 60% of the time. It, it works, works every time. time. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Excellent. Um, but that's a, that's a reference everyone likes. Yeah, and, of course. And gets. It's not old or dated or overdone at all. No, it's great. It's uh, really good stuff. I walked into this event, and the first person to greet me uh, shakes my hand and says, great hilarious tweet that you did but we're not gonna murder you that's so they knew who i was yeah because you said that they, the team it, might murder you immediately yeah yeah so they were looking did they, they, did they try to murder you uh i wasn't sure I, I actually checked underneath my cups when they brought me free drinks to make sure that my cup was like not labeled right and had poison in to it to make sure the cup wasn't wasn't a turtle <laughs> exactly i checked that too Dope. poked it with my foot first did you have a did you bring like a food tester along no. to eat the food first and no then... trevor linden though was in the food line before me so oh, i felt okay. like so that was yeah, probably that's fair the indicator enough. that is fair enough yeah you said that he was very excited about the food grilled cheese hot dogs he was right in front of me in line and he turned around i didn't speak to him cuz what am i going to say i'm going to walk up to him and be like trevor great Love, big fan, love you, love you since I was a kid. By the way, the last three years have completely tarnished your reputation forever, and I hope you realize it was a huge mistake. Am I going to say that to him? No. <laughs> I mean, you could. Did you, did you say that to him? No, I did not. I mean, you could have said it to him, though. I just yeah, felt that was like, like the, that was like the one time you could have said it to him. I yeah. mean, I'll probably meet him again. I've met him before, so... That's how it usually works for me. I just didn't want to like make a I scene at a ever, media kickoff event. I just feel like if I ever meet anyone, I'm like, oh, I'll meet them again. Well, it's, it happened so far. <laughs> Met a couple times. Um, no, I know, but it was just funny. The, it was just the premise of that was funny. Oh, I've met him before. I'm sure I'll meet him again. But uh, I also found out why I got invited. And Oh, yes. I'm sure this show helped a lot. Sure. Uh, but uh, after he told me, or assured me rather, that they were not going to murder me, though very funny tweet, I was like... <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> funny. <laughs> I hope you're not uh, mad about that. He's like, well, 
And I also said what we said on the show last week, which is if you did more than 30 seconds of research into who I am, you would have known that I would do that. And he said, it was a risk that we assumed, and it's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, that's how desperate the Canucks are. But then he like, was we like, don't care if you shit all over us. We just want you to talk about us. But then he was like, how is your brother's wedding? I was supposed to be there. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, and apparently... <laughs> Uh, the social media manager for the Vancouver Canucks, his name is David Kyle, lovely gentleman. Uh, he's dating a family friend of mine. Okay. And she recommended me to him as an influencer. And uh, he God. probably did 30 seconds of research and was like, yeah, this guy fits the bill. Sure, good enough. Yeah. Huh. Never trust I, a man I with two wanna, first I wanna, names. I want to apologize to him for not uh, – well, he hasn't blocked me yet somehow, first of all. But I do want to apologize. It's nothing personal uh, when I insult – uh, the team and I tag the account in the insults. Uh, it's about the management and a few of the players, um, and and I guess a lot of the people uh, kind of higher up uh, in the company. Um, but not him. It's like it, not him specifically. And not yeah. anyone working in like the graphic design department. No. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Not anyone who listens to our show. Yeah, these people are powerless. They have no say in anything that goes on. It's not their fault. Though they probably bear the brunt of it a lot, presumably, especially the social media people. But um, Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine. I did take the opportunity, uh, along with Harrison Mooney of the Vancouver Sun, we did kind of grill him a little bit about... Because... Uh, Jeff Stipek, who's the COO of the yeah, team, yeah. talked about just what an exciting opportunity this is to turn over a new leaf. And, you know, they made a bunch of changes yeah. in their coaching staff uh, and, like, some reshuffling within the organization and scouting and whatnot. Uh, and it's like a, and a new, brand new food menu for the season and new, you know, all kinds of things that the game experience are brand new. And so we were asking David if the social media is also gone under some sort of renaissance and they might change their style a little bit because of course we all know that for the most part Canucks Twitter the official Canucks Twitter is like really fucking bad extremely like, bad embarrassingly bad especially when you look at like what the Golden Knights are doing right now and they're getting recognition from people who aren't even hockey fans yeah. and how good their Twitter is and like they haven't even played a game yet and like his an argument was that we tweet a lot every single day all day you know all season long, all year long. And the, the ones that stand out to people are the bad ones. And for the most part, most of them are, like, if not good, then at least, like, inoffensive. Or, or pa you know, I'll call it passable. That wasn't the word that he used. Sure. But basically said that, like, you're more inclined to remember the one you hate, and then everything else is just going to meld into a big blob of tweets in your memory, which is probably true. That's true of everyone's tweets, though. Yeah. Or, like, just of culture in general. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, I made that exact point. Well, you look at things that like the LA Kings are doing or like the Vegas Golden Knights and see the reaction that they get from being funny and think like, why don't we do that? And his reaction was that like what the LA Kings Twitter in particular doesn't fit the brand of the Vancouver Canucks because it's not like family friendly. But and that's kind want, of bullshit. They want fam. I mean, I can sort of see that for the Kings. But not for Vegas. Like, Vegas is just being funny. They're yeah. actually witty people. Yeah, they're good. Love the season, or when the schedule came out last season, and then every single team in the league being like, hey, we can't wait to see you on, like, or whatever, like, the day they're playing them was. That was, like, the lamest shit ever. 
You guys remember that? Yeah, the save the date tweets for every single game that all that was went horrendous. Out. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was so dumb. And it, it was embarrassing. It was a massive. Like this team is embarrassing enough to be a fan of as it is, but it's like, in a way, I'm glad they don't try to be funny because I don't think they'd be able to do it. Um, so like, just be inoffensive. Just don't tweet at all. Like, tweet <laughs> the score after the game, and that's it. Like, tweet if there's a trade. Right. Don't tweet anything else. Like, don't. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. I do think that it's good uh, – or, sorry, I do think that it's tougher for a Canadian team. I'll give them that. That, like, the, the spotlight on their Twitter uh, and, like, the types of people that are that are following that account and, and reading those tweets every day – is I think a lot different mm-hmm. than like the Kings or the Golden Knights because or something. So I, I do understand it from that perspective. I do think for a Canadian team, it's a lot harder. Like look at the Leafs, that like bullshit Twitter scandal where like for a long time, the Leafs official account would follow a bunch of people back. So like for the longest time there, like I was followed by the Leafs for quite a while and like it was a very even ratio and the Leafs have like, I don't even know, they must have a million followers or whatever they have. Yeah. They had, they were following like a hundred thousand people or whatever. And then they, and then they unfollowed, unfollowed everyone. everyone. And then people were like, I can't believe the Maple Leafs unfollowed me. Like, Oh, uh, oh my favorite <laughs> team unfollowed me. I'm, I'm unfollowing them. Uh. Um, I was like, Holy shit. Man. Cause like, yeah, like, I'm sure that even if the Canucks did, managed to fire off some like Vegas style genuinely witty funny tweets that there would still be some fucking humorless segment of the fan base oh, that totally. found a, a cause to be like outraged by that totally so in a lot of ways yeah it's like don't just don't even try you're cursed no matter what happens yeah and i think yeah i agree so i think that's a little tough but yeah so the leaves have 1.6 million followers and now they're down to 109 following and it's just basically all like players, players of the team and staff, and, staff and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, that was the event, basically. Schmoozed, drank some beers. Oh, I do want to give a shout out. Uh, I cannot end this little recap without mentioning uh, the one person who really was like went out of their way to make me feel welcome and cool there, and it was not anyone from the team. Uh, I knew a bunch of people there because I had a lot of coworkers that were there. And I talked to them for a little bit. But at one point, you know, before the food came out, uh, I wrapped up a conversation and I looked around the room and I saw a bunch of people that I knew and they were all talking to other people. And I was just like adrift in a room full of people having conversations as I just like looked around and spoke to no one. And at that point, a gentleman walked over to me and introduced himself, though he needed no introduction because, of course, I already knew who he was. And that was Jason Botchford of the Vancouver province, uh, who Botch al- dog. also, just like uh, the Canucks, was well aware of my uh, tweet fearing that I would be murdered, and he thought that was hilarious. Uh, and he was asking about the show, and he was asking about uh, me working at Sportsnet now, and said that you know Radio Wars in Vancouver is really paying off for this guy anyways. Everything's coming together, JMO. If I'm an influencer and I'm working at 650, whoa. Sky's the limit. But he was also, Stefan, asking after you. And he was. Was he now? I didn't hear uh, the, about the last two minutes. I know, I know what you're talking about now, but it, it totally cut out for me. So I, I, I know what's going on now. Yeah, I was just thanking about Jason, Botchford. Jason Botchford for being a nice, cool guy who made me feel welcome at a strange event that I might not have been entirely comfortable at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was asking about you. 
because he was talking about the show and how long we've been doing it for and, and what kind of uh, money do we make off of it and all these things. Uh, he was very impressed by uh, all of it. Uh, but he was most impressed, Stefan, when I told him that you now live in Los Angeles. And he said, no shit, because of his tweets? He lives in L.A. because of his tweets? <laughs> he couldn't believe it. And I mean, in some ways, it is almost entirely unbelievable. So I don't blame him. It is a little, it's a little weird. It's still weird. It's weird every day. Um, I don't understand it. Uh, I mean, it's not entirely my tweets, but it, I mean, it mostly is. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of work that went in beyond that, but in some ways, your tweets opened the door for everything, right? In a way. I, I mean, they did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he he thought that was amazing. Uh, he loved that. And I just want to thank him for uh, seeming genuinely interested in me as a human being. It made me feel very good about myself. So thank you, Jason Botchford. That was very sweet of you. Um, but yes, I also, Stefan, was working for Sportsnet today. It was a very frazzling day. We had our first preseason game out of Rogers Arena. It was extremely stressful. And did you want to ask me about that? Yeah, so what, what happened? Uh, we had not done a game out of Rogers Arena to date. Uh, because, of course, the Young Stars tournament was out of Penticton, and yesterday's preseason game was in Los Angeles. So there's like a dedicated line set up to connect our studio with Rogers Arena at all times, and I'm assuming it had not been tested at any point prior to us uh, launching into the pregame show before the game today, and uh, which meant the audio quality had not been checked. It sounded really tinny and distant and hollow and just bad sound for a little while. And the number one problem, specifically for me in the studio, uh, was that there was no communication connection for me to be able to communicate back and forth between the studio and the arena. This is called TalkBack, uh, and I couldn't do it for basically an hour and a half. We went through the entire pregame show without me being able to say one word to our hosts in the building. Um, and if you have worked in broadcasting, or even if you haven't and can only imagine what that would be like, it was a stressful nightmare. And I was having heart palpitations for like two hours straight. It was a very stressful day for me today. But uh, we made it through. The you game, did it. The game was, uh, the broadcast was good. The game was atrocious. They lost nine to four to a team mostly made up of prospects that no one has heard of. Yeah. Because the Vegas Well, that Golden was their Knights, team, too, though. The Vegas Golden The, the Canucks Knights. had no one on their team except for, like, Besser. That's true. But it was, oh, boy. Everyone was, was in China. Besser was great, though, wasn't he? Yeah. I don't want to talk too much. I'm just exhausted for this season already. Like, I just don't care. After preseason like, game number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm exhausted. exhausted. Number two. There's, no, there's been two games. That's true. I'm I don't know. I'm there's exhausted, just something too. I, I just don't care. Like, this season's a, it's another write-off. Next season's probably another write-off, too. Like, I just want to skip ahead to the draft so we can pick Joe Valeno fifth overall, and then you can fucking uh, walk into an open sewer <laughs> the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic uh, classic cartoon way to go, just walking into an open manhole cover, and then he'll, he'll pause over top of it for, like, a second and a half, and then like there'll cartoon, be, and then, then there'll be a, like a dust outline of where his body yeah, used to be exactly, after he falls in. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I'm legitimately shocked. Uh, the NBA didn't find a way to uh, retroactively make Len Bias a Vancouver Canuck uh, after he died. <laughs> That's like I, I just I'm at the point now where where I know for a fact that I could live to be a hundred and I'm never going to see them win. 
Um, just like the, this, the mistakes they've made. Because I, I, I didn't. I think part of it is I didn't pay attention all summer, and and then uh, watching them again, it kind of all the feelings come rushing back, uh, and it's like. Why, like why am I why am I doing this like what's what's the point like I don't uh, I don't care uh, the season is just gonna be a disaster uh, it's gonna be probably pretty boring for the most part uh, Jim Benning has two more years left on his contract so like I don't think I'm gonna care until he's gone and there's a good chance they'll renew his contract because they're stupid so hey man I think uh, you got to look on the bright side Ole Ulevi looks great he oh looks God. awful <laughs> but you know who does look good is Brock Besser and Jake Vertanen actually looked really good yeah, today. Yeah, he's getting in shape, that guy. And Alex Yeah, Jake Vertanen looks like uh, an NHL fourth liner now. Uh, it's pretty good for a sixth overall pick. Hey, man, whatever. Nylander's not and, that and Ole, and, and Ole Ulevi is going to look, uh, what, like a, a fifth uh, defenseman, like two years from now? Well, maybe? I think I saw like, someone. I, I, Go ahead. I really, really, I know it's bad, but I want him to have just a disaster of a year. And I want Clayton Keller and, and Kachuk and, and McAvoy and all those guys to just kill it uh, on the off chance. It won't because uh, Canucks fans are, are stupid. And I, I don't know uh, if it's just a coincidence, but I, I find it weird that uh, all of their bad picks, uh, the players that they pick, oh, uh, those are positions that take a long time to develop. Uh, coincidentally <laughs> enough. Uh, oh, oh, no, he's a power forward. Oh, no, he's a, he's a defenseman. Uh, that t- they take a long time to develop, so don't worry. This is normal that he's he's totally flatlined. Well, uh, developmentally, they plucked someone from Winnipeg who also took a long time to develop. And uh, Alex Vermeestrov, I thought looked really good last night too. But maybe that's just me looking for positives because I'm an influencer now and I've been bought <laughs> off. You know, that's true. You have been. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I forgot uh, to mention. This is, this, is the earliest, this is the earliest I've stopped caring, and it's it's refreshing, but it's also kind of like I think part of the the problem is just. Um, seeing there's so many other good teams out there that are like fun to watch. And it's like, I just want to have that. Like, yeah. I want to be able to enjoy watching the games again, but I guarantee like the Canucks, they're, they're teetering on the edge of, and I, I I'm, they're irrelevant already. Um, but I mean, I could see them going at least another five years without making the playoffs. Like there's no question in my mind. Yeah. Cause I was going to say like, Imagine being an Edmonton fan. You had to live through this for like a decade straight. Pretty yeah, much. But, but again, it, with Edmonton, at least they had stuff to, like, that's they, what I love. They have it's a like, history to hang their hat on originally. Yeah, that was the whole thing where, where people were like, well, you know what? Those Edmonton fans are so brave for sticking by their team. It's like, yeah, that's because there's pictures of them holding the Stanley Cup and they had the best player in league history. Yeah. Like, Vancouver, by all rights, shouldn't be in Vancouver anymore. Like... The fact that they still have a team there uh, and people even still go to the games considering their history is fucking amazing to me because it's just been nothing but bad luck. And uh, I mean, our, our, like I, I made this point today when another Colorado fan was was like being like, well, uh, we deserve uh, the first overall pick this year. We've been through so much. Uh, so Colorado uh, and Vancouver have both had uh, team legends come back and uh, and destroy their franchise. But here's the difference: Colorado's uh, team legends are Joe Sakic and Patrick Waugh, and our team legend is Trevor Linden, who uh, would be playing on like the fourth line of one of those Colorado uh, Stanley Cup teams. Maybe so I don't third. know. I think I, I think I've finally just gotten to the point where I I, I don't know. Like I I just it's 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 just it's so frustrating. Um, and I think part of it as well is the fans who are like. 
no, you just gotta you gotta stick with it. Like like let's just give him a chance. Like I think uh, like have you been following this team? for long like do you know what happens when you follow this team like nothing good ever happens to this team nothing good will ever happen to this team so to have any sort of like i i just i don't know it, to me i know this seems really rude but if you can look at this team and can look at uh the prospects which i think are getting better but if you can look at them and be like oh yeah we're we're in fine shape and i'm, I'm confident uh, in the direction we're moving the rebuild is uh, over <laughs> Yeah, uh, you shouldn't be allowed to vote or own property, I think, at that point. Uh, you should be taken out uh, and drowned uh, in, a, in like a lake or a creek. Wow. Like, I don't know. Um, tough, I think I'm words. just it, – it's all coming out right now. I think, again, part of it is just not paying attention to them all summer and then kind of all of a sudden – like I, I turned on the game today just as Las Vegas scored, and it was like, oh, okay, well, this is – yeah, why, like, why am I watching this? Like what's it, – it's it, – I don't know. It's just so fucking frustrating. Okay, just so, one one quick correction there. Uh, I do feel like in 1995, Trevor Linden could have played on Colorado's second line. But other than that, I probably agree with everything you uh, said. No, I don't think so. So their first line was uh, Joe Sackick, Val Kamensky, and Adam Deadmarsh. And their second line was Peter Forsberg, Mike Ricci, and Claude Lemieux. That, they, they played each other in the playoffs that year. This is 95-96. And, and Linden and Sackick traded like hat tricks back and forth with each other throughout that series. Sackick had 34 points in those playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Linden, I, okay, I, I, I'm exaggerating a bit. I'm just but saying only in 95, line. not in 2003, okay? Yeah. Their yeah. third line was Stefan Yell, Scott Young, and uh, looks like Mike Keane. Yeah, he easily could have played there. Yeah, third line, I'd say. I'd second. probably even put him on the second line, honestly. Yeah, but you guys, again, Vancouver Mike fans. Mike had 27 points that year. Yeah. And, and Trevor Linden had 80 points that year. So, he, Yeah, but in the playoffs, Ricci was hurt. In the playoffs, Ricci was a point a game. And it doesn't matter. The bottom line is Vancouver fans think that Linden is a good player and he is an average player. Uh, he was a very good player during that particular time, but overall, yes, average. Yeah, uh, his, yeah I guess 95-96 was his best year. Yeah, yeah 80 points. in, uh, and, yeah. and I don't think the NHL was like high scoring around then at all, like in the early 90s. So. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah. Well, he had it's, eight, like, it's not like Jimmy Carson yeah. scored fucking 600 goals. Yeah, in, like, he had eight points in the six games they played against Colorado, Linden. I did forget to mention, for full transparency, I do need to mention uh, that uh, all they are asking of me for joining this influencer program, I am essentially the public relations sleeper cell. Uh, so at, <laughs> at, at any time, it, don't sleeper cells not talk about at it? any time throughout the season, they are going to call on me to promote something that they are doing some sort of Canucks initiative through my own social media. I don't think it's going to count on me to mention it on this show, but I might have like a sponsored tweet that's just promoting one of their community initiatives. It's not even talking about the games or how bad the team is. So they at least spared me from having to do that. He's been bought. And I can talk about something that I actually enjoy, which is when they give back to the community, even when they're extremely yeah, shitty. That's team. what you talk about all the time, oh, of actually. Course. When I'm we get together. About charitable when, initiatives. When we're, uh, when we're watching the games. Yeah, I'm like, did you know that at the hospital, they spent a lot of time making sick kids feel good? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so that, I, I just want, I want full transparency. If I'm going to be a sellout, you're going to know exactly how I sold out and what it costs 
them to buy me, which was apparently three pairs of tickets to games throughout the season against Buffalo, Dallas, and Minnesota in the lower bowl. Very excited about it. Yeah, it's going to be great. There you go. Uh, But let's move on from hockey to the National Football League, where we we, wait, 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 sorry, hold on, hold on a second. What, what? uh, Because we have a question this week that is going to take a long time. It's not going to take that long. But we I'm do. Thinking. We're just getting to the clip of the week. Yeah, clip of the week. Oh right. right. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm I'm fucking exhausted. I've had a very long weekend. That's okay. So. Uh, our clip of the week comes to us from someone equally mentally frazzled. I think, uh, and I, I feel like a lot of people predicted that this would be clip of the week this week as well, uh, because my goodness, just excellent stuff. Uh, if you missed it on Monday Night Football. Uh, a Mexican-American broadcaster by the name of Sergio Dip made his uh, national television debut. And what an indelible impression he left on a nation desperate to love him. We'll hear from Sergio Dip right now. And for the tra- here's Sergio Dip. Beth, coach, it's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close, <laughs> just watching <laughs> Coach Vance Joseph from here. You watch him now on the screen. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL. And here he is, having the time of his life. This time, <laughs> his head coaching debut. I mean, it's just so good. All of it. I mean, I mean so much of cadence. what he's saying is like describing... Sergio Dip also. Yeah. You can see him on the screen. There he is. <laughs> and here he is. Yeah. Having the time of his life. I mean, that's the best part, absolutely. Uh yeah, like wow. Phenomenal. What a what a voice. It's so great. It's 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 uh it rivals the boom goes the dynamite uh, clip just in terms, in terms of like of cadence and like and pure a awkwardness. Guy, yeah, a guy like clearly feeling lost. Absolutely losing themselves yeah, as yeah, soon yeah. as the camera turns on. Yeah. Yeah, just incredible stuff and folks, you might be asking yourself, how does it improve from there? It would seem impossible to get better than that. It would seem impossible. <laughs> but we made a discovery just before we went to air earlier this evening. Uh, that Sergio Dip recorded uh, an explanation, an explainer video, very similar to our old friend Remigio Pereira. Very And in similar. fact, longtime listeners might even think that he sounds something like Remigio as well. And we'll hear a bit of that video right now. It's been a couple of hours now trying to digest what just happened to a 29-year-old Mexican guy like me. It's 9-11, Denver, Colorado, and this is the NFL. A Monday night football game between the Broncos and the Chargers. The biggest stage possible. I was studying my elementary school September 11, 2001 in Calexico, California. Born in Mexicali, Baja California, Mexico. But growing up in the American environment as a minority. A minority like head coaches Vance Joseph and Anthony Lynn. So what I wanted to do was to show some respect 
making my debut as a minority on American national TV. The biggest stage out there. <laughs> on the most heartfelt day in this great country made up by immigrants and on some people's perspective it all went wrong but I truly meant no disrespect because all I wanted to do was to show some love to this two historical head coaches hopefully I'll have another chance and be sure Jesus I'll fuck. make the most out of it. Oh, my God. I mean, it's almost too much to handle. Uh, my favorite part is that, like, I just can't imagine anyone was watching that and being like, wow, look at this guy disrespecting the shit out, out of, of everybody. Out of these, <laughs> he disrespected the coaches. He disrespected 9-11. Yeah. This most heartfelt day of 9-11. Yeah, the most heartfelt <laughs> he day. He disrespected the institution that is Monday Night Football. Yeah, no, he doesn't understand why he's being ribbed. And I don't even think he's being like ripped in a, in a he wasn't nasty being, way. No, he was being ripped in a, like, this yeah, guy rules. The internet this fucking is loved him. Yeah, totally. Uh, and he just doubled down on, like... Having the weirdest cadence ever. I think there is a lot of like, I feel bad almost making fun of that video because there is like some heartfelt content in there that does ring true. Totally. But, but again, his delivery is so strange and overwrought and just like. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know what to make of that. It was great. <laughs> I, I was offended by him. I, I was offended that he uh, was like, they shouldn't even play football on 9 11, I don't think. So, I agree. Is, that is disrespectful to America. Yeah. yeah. And uh, watching porn on Twitter on 9-11 is probably disrespectful also. But moving on to our top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? <laughs> we murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. I totally forgot that last week I said I wasn't going to play that anymore. Well, because we're also, yeah, aren't we trying to... Uh, Update the references. Yeah. It's like at <laughs> least 50 or 60 episodes old now. Yeah. But oh well. What can you do? Nothing. Nothing. Um, Can't do anything. Anything good we're, in the mailbag this we're week? We're powerless to stop it. You know the answer to that, and it is no. No, it is actually yes. It is there yes. There are almost too many good questions It is yes. There are a lot of good questions. You guys have been really good. I Which, feel like for some reason when I put a time limit on it, people yeah. come up with – like when I when I know we're recording at night and I put the call out at like 1 p.m., maybe because it's Sunday afternoon and no one's paying attention to Twitter, but yeah. no one responds. But then when I'm like, when okay, we're, rec time. we're recording in an hour, we get like 40 good questions. It just means that this uh, month's mailbag episode for you Patreon it's gonna donors, be great. it's going to be tip-top. It's going to be excellent. Uh, okay, so this first question comes in from uh, longtime listener Elliot at Moose Kayak, and he asks, why does Justin, the largest real good boy, not simply eat the other two? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you answer first, I guess. Uh, I mean, You can speculate. Feel free to spend. I mean, I just feel like uh, well, Stefan, there's no, there's no meat. Yeah, it's too sinewy. Yeah, what would you, what yeah. would you eat on Stefan? Yeah, really? You could suck the, you could suck the marrow out of my. Actually, I've got uh, my butt is a little. Well, no, you know what? Um, my legs. 
Um, you want me like to gra- eat your ass? Like, Is that what you just said? Yeah, he wants you to use ass. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, are you recording this right now? I'm going to just say, it. Justin, I want you to eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could easily be made into a soundbite at yeah. any time. That was probably the clearest that his yeah, internet that was, signal was yeah. throughout the entire It really was, too. yeah. Whoever your internet provider is knew that that was the crucial moment. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I've got a little bit more meat than stuff. I definitely got a big butt and thighs Mm. from my years of playing hockey and and now curling. Um, but I don't know. I, I just don't think, uh, you'd have to kill me first. So that probably deters you. I I mean, I know there are sometimes you probably want to kill me, but also if you went to jail over murdering me, that would be, you'd kill, you'd kill yourself. Well, no, I think it would be huge for the podcast, man. Are you it would kidding? be big, but I mean, all retroactive. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we'd obviously have to end the show. You can't do it from prison, and I will be dead. No, I'll be I'll be season three of Serial, and then the downloads will blow up off the NPR bump too. Yeah, that's. But yeah. also, I don't eat people. That's something that I'm surprised that neither of you brought up. And I'm not oh. a murderer. <laughs> I wasn't considering that uh, at all. I was considering like maybe you yeah. would. Well, the the my answer is just restraint, purely restraint, uh, a restraint for which I feel like I should be applauded that I have demonstrated you, such a yeah. Just you love being such applauded. a willingness to not do it. That's for so, sure. Yeah, feel free to tweet at me. Congratulations for not eating them. I would appreciate that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Question number two for 200 points comes in from Kevin at Reasonable Onion, a longtime contributor. He's had many questions on the show, and he asks, you've been given control of a new expansion franchise in any league of your choice. Where would they play, and what would their name be? Ooh. And I uh, I, uh, can I go first? Yep, for sure. Stefan, is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I am going to uh, choose the NFL. I am going to choose uh, our location is that we will play at West Point and our team name will be the troops. <laughs> Cause uh, I mean, I, I just can't help but think that if we put a team of troops together, they could beat any NFL team. So you're the army troops. That's yeah. your full team name. We no, or we're the West Point, troops. the West Point troops. Okay. I like it. No, I think, um, I think it's a winning strategy. I'm going to, thank you. I'm going to uh, do an NFL team as well. Uh, and they're going to be based out of um, uh, they're going to be based out of Syria, and they're going to be called uh, uh, the Sirius the Syria uh, ISIS guys, and they're going to take on uh, the troops, uh, and it's going to be a real. I don't know where I'm going with this. I, I I'm running on like two hours of sleep right now. Uh, just kind of trying to make like a half-assed. Uh, ISIS joke sort of falling apart. Um, Every game, as I, like I realized. Yeah, no, I realized as I was as I was saying it, I was like, "This is going nowhere." <laughs> I mean, the punchline is ISIS. That's pretty lazy. Well, um, but not out of your wheelhouse. No, like a lazy punchline is definitely within my my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to. Um, I'm like, yeah, I uh, we we stayed up until like two yesterday playing. Uh, you know that like Jackbox, like the yeah. the party pack. Yeah, things? I love we, that. We played those yeah. for a while. They're really that. fun. So Super fun. fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I had uh, chicken and waffles this morning, and I'm still feeling the oh, effects of that. You're just so. living the life over there, bud. 
And we went to the uh, Hollywood Death Museum, which was actually uh, incredibly disturbing. Yeah, so. I've heard people like I have some friends who've gone and were like, I, you know what? Not I pr- should have just never done that. Like there's some really cool stuff there, but uh, there's also a lot of uh, very explicit photos of like uh, guys getting their penises cut off and then their heads cut off and then uh, their arms also cut off. And then you, they're, it's it's this it's this whole kind of shebang. I'm assuming so. there's like a lot of Black Dahlia stuff in there too. There, no, there was a little section on that, but oh, not really? not much. There's a lot of taxidermied uh, animals. There's a lot of letters and paintings from serial killers. Like it's cool, but uh, it's a uh, it's a bit of a trip. So hmm. anyway, sorry, Justin, go ahead. Um, my team is going to be in the NBA. They are going to play right here in Vancouver, and they will be called the OGs. The original Grizzlies. Oh my god! And it will just be the old Vancouver Grizzlies logo, but the Grizzly is like wearing some Ray Bans to show how cool and and like wait, like from back in the day he is. Because uh, I want basketball in this city again. I think that um, that is the worst answer we've ever had to any question on the show. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've I see. Had, I see what worst. you did there. <laughs> yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah, okay, you redeemed oh, it. Oh, jeez. It's a great name for a Vancouver sports That's franchise true. also. I was having this talk, actually. Uh, I hung out with uh, with uh, Steve Sladkowski, former guest on the program from PUP this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about it. And I actually agree with him. He, he's like, he couldn't believe. He's like, you know, if basketball started, like if they if the Grizzlies were never here and basketball just w- expanded to Vancouver today, they'd be the hottest ticket in town. And I think that's probably true. Yeah, I mean, he's I, from Toronto. I feel like we've talked about it before that basketball culture is actually like really hot in this. Really city. good, yeah. And especially like high school ball; those games are packed sellouts. Basically, it's yeah. crazy to go watch the high school tournament. Um, and if high school ball can do that, then I don't see why the NBA couldn't. Even if the team was a shitty expansion franchise. Yes, I agree. Um, all right, but let's yeah. get to this number one question. Yeah, number one question this week. So this comes in from a longtime listener, big time fan, Caleb. Uh, at Caleb underscore blog. He uh, is the creator of our um, alignment chart. Yes, that's right. And mm. he, so he asks, how many Jesse Ferrars could you, the hosts, take before being overrun video game survival defense style? So I guess the idea is the three of us are in a room. We face like one Jesse Ferrar. Mm. Then if we beat him, then in then comes the next two. wave is two. Yeah, wave ex- two, yeah. Et cetera. So it's like, it's like, hor- it's like horde mode. In yeah. Gears of War. And okay. sh- exactly. Everyone knows uh, that. And um, so Caleb... They sh- yeah, they should. But, okay, I, that's why I said... They, they really shouldn't because Gears of War is a terrible franchise. Anyway, that, uh, does everyone... Okay. Everyone- I'm sorry. Horde mode? My friends and I in college would put on the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack and get extremely high and play Horde mode and it was the best okay. video game experience of my life. That actually sounds pretty good. But only because yeah. of the Hans Zimmer score. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. yeah every, exactly. And everybody. it was just the one song. It was just like the epic score, and it was. Uh, it's anyway. That's yeah. what the so with that with Jesse Ferrars. Uh, yeah, everyone agrees with everything you guys said, and uh, <laughs> so the, uh, the the bonus part. And he says, "There's a bonus part of the question. You're allowed to summon a guest of the program every like five Jesse deaths. The guests are powerful, but they last only 30 seconds. So this means that you have to say which previous guests you would summon for each level and why guests have a one-time use, of course. Okay, so are we also worn down from round to round? Or do I would we, assume Does our so. health regenerate? I would assume it partially regenerates, but not all the way, right, Stefan? I don't know how this horde mode works. 
Um, I mean, it'll it'll re- it might regenerate. It might be that there's like uh, health drops. Um, so uh, there'd be like for you, there'd be like Big Macs and like booze. Okay, and you could go pick that up and. Because uh, I was thinking, if I, so I die. Then? I was thinking of like a zombie oh, yeah. mode. And within like Call of Duty or like uh, Killing Floor Two, that game that I recommended not that long ago, um, in which like in between rounds you get to like resupply and like load up yeah. on your your body armor and that sort of shit. Okay, I, I think that's the idea. So okay. I'm gonna say because okay, I think you would you would think of Jesse and you'd be like okay, strong guy sort of. You'd be like okay, decently strong. He's is a he, he's a bigger guy. Is he just himself though? Or yeah, is he's he... just himself. He has yeah, no, he's he just has himself. No, he's he hasn't just been like enraged by no, anything. No weapons. And no, so no. I will say my opinion though changed because he when we had him on the the bonus episode for the whole bonus episode which mm-hmm. you can uh, download if you donate at patreon.com. So There's some genuine show. personal moments in there. Uh, there are. And also, I noticed on webcam, uh, he's very wafy. He looks very wafy, just like he'd very, be very easy to beat up. There's not a tough <laughs> bone in his body. As long as we he's keep... He's very flexible, though. As he's, lo- he's incredibly flexible. Okay, well, that's irrelevant. And, so he uh, can dodge my attacks, is yeah, what you're saying, Stephanie. I mean, maybe. As long as we keep him away from his power fedora, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we I think we can take a lot of them. Uh, I mean, to come up with an exact number, I'm not sure. I mean, I think we could make it up to with the three of us. Oh well, Steph- like, Stefan kind of doesn't one count. Jesse and two Jessies. That's a gimme. That's a gimme. Three Jessies and the three of us. That's a gimme. Still, I think we can go five at least. Okay, because we can also summon guests. That's true. At five, true. we can summon guests. So I think we oh, can make at it five. Well, he says every five. Oh, every five Jesse deaths. So technically, that's midway through round three. three. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm summoning uh, Michael Rasmussen. <laughs> that's actually a great summon. Uh, does he count as an official guest of the show? I guess he does. Yeah. He does. Also, I want to correct you, Jesse. It's 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 not a fedora that he wears, but sorry, a, pork uh, pie. It's a pork pie. Well, it's, he just calls that because he stores his pork pies in it. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Um, it is a fedora, but yeah. Yeah, I think Michael Rasmussen, I agree, would be a very good guest to call upon. I also think Kyle Bottom, uh, just because, well, he's tall and, and bigger. And he also, uh, he's got a lot of video game, like this type of experience. I feel like Kevin Banner could hold yeah. his own in, Bu- a, in but a bit only of a brawl. As, only as Bukon. Yeah, he has to be Bukon. Yeah, he has to show has, up as Bukon. He has to summon the spirit of the Dark Lord within him. Yes. Uh, I feel like he could definitely knock some Jessies over the top rope for sure. Actually, I think um, I think Steve Sladkowski would be a good uh, guest as well uh, yeah. because Pop has been in their own video game. True, true. And, and the daddy dating simulator. Well, and their video. Their, uh, they made a new video that's like a choose your own adventure where you're in a video game and you try not to get the members of Pop killed oh that uh, and must be uh, difficult for them to make videos now that uh what's his name finn is yeah, too famous exactly yeah i don't know how they roll like that but uh but yeah so it's cool uh i just and he's a tall guy good sportser so i think he'd be good i also think you and curry would be good yeah you he's and curry, definitely been in some fights you and curry of course his football background makes him invaluable that's true that is uh, true. but also definitely seems like a rough and tough guy that you want in your corner yeah. when shit's going down at yeah. the bar for sure. Yeah, I think he'd be good. So that's probably a summon that I save for later when there's like eight Jessies at once. Yeah, that's presuming yeah. we're regenerating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, who else would be a good guest to draw into this? Who would be worst? 
Oh, also, a guest you would think might be worst, but would be very good, Ivan Decker. He's oh, very really? good at martial arts. He's really good with nunchucks. Oh. Yeah. So does he get he gets a weapon, I guess, because he's a summon. Well, yeah, it's, he's a summon. That's his power. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he comes with a weapon. It's like in Final Fantasy VIII, I think. You could like summon these gods to come and just smack the shit out of your opponent, and yeah, they vanish. Exactly. That's what our guests are. You know what? A, a bad band guy that we've had on the show, or the, a band guy we've had on the show that would be bad is Graham. Yeah, Graham Wright would be... Graham would I be mean, not a great summon. He's my best friend, so I don't <laughs> yes, want to throw him out of the bus enough. like that. But uh, not a great summon. Yeah, yeah not His superpower would be he comes with a melodica, but it shoots mm. poison darts. And also he just talks about Riverdale until Jesse wants to kill himself. <laughs> yeah, that's actually suicide. That's a good call. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, if we bring these guests into the equation as like one at a time summons, that we only get to summon one every five Jessies we kill, which is yeah, gonna, we're not gonna make it's it. Not that a far. lot. Uh, I think we could make it to like wave seven. Yeah, six or seven. I seven think. or eight, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but are, do I have to? Are we killing him? Does he explode into coins after he takes enough damage? What happens? He explodes into pork pies. <laughs> <laughs> That's our health regeneration. <laughs> we eat the pork pies. Uh, Michael, Michael Hale. Yeah. Michael Hale. He would be a choice summon, you're saying? Yeah. I said he'd, he'd be, be good because he knows Jesse's weaknesses. Also, I don't think, I don't think Jesse would want to uh, attack him. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's always good to hit people where it hurts. Yeah. It's, it's like that. He'd be his like shadow link. Yes. That's a good call. That's a great call, actually. Um, a reference that is lost on me, but I'm assuming it's Zelda related. It is Zelda related, yeah. yeah. Of course. In, Ocarina, what else would it in be? Ocarina of Time, you you go into this beautiful world where you're like floating on water and everything is mirrored, and you have to fight against a shadow of yourself. Ah, like Negascott from Scott Pilgrim. Yes, exactly. A Just more like obscure that. reference that even fewer people will understand. Yeah, absolutely. That's how you make people understand references. <laughs> you make them more get and more, more oblique every yeah. single time. That's the plan. Yeah. That's what I do in class. So I think we're settled, Stefan. We make it to about round seven or eight or so. Yeah, I, that sounds about right. Yeah. And then like eight or nine Jessies would definitely kill us, I think. Like rip me limb from limb probably. If I had to guess. Yeah, something yeah, like that. I, I think so. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get to this one good yeah, thing. We will go from there into everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Um, can I go? Absolutely. Yeah, go. yeah I'm waiting for you, bud. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure. I guess I usually do go first. Yeah. Um, I'm finally watching the new Twin Peaks, and I really enjoy oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's like if uh, an actual, like a nightmare that you could kind of remember, but like just had this vague feeling of unease and you knew you were terrified and just thinking about how terrified you were made you even more terrified. It's like watching that. Like it's, it's really scary. I've heard, um, I've heard it's really funny also though. It's hilarious. It's, it's also extremely funny, especially um, David Lynch as uh, FBI director, Gordon Cole, uh, who is, uh, who has like hearing aids and just like yells all the time. Okay. Um, and is David Lynch. It's, He's very funny. 
Um, but it's also like genuinely like disturbing too. You so. might not have gotten I, it's really good. You might not have gotten to his episodes yet. I'm not exactly sure, but I think uh, Harry Dean Stanton, who just passed away this week, is also on the show. Is he not? Yeah, he was in one episode I've seen so far. I, I don't know if he's in any of the later ones, but he was good, and he looked very frail in that. I mean, he was like 93 years old. Yeah, I honestly was more surprised that he was still alive than that he died, really. Yeah, so is that your one good thing, that he died? No, 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 it's a tragic okay. thing. He's a great actor. Yeah, because he, he kicked ass. I love yeah. it when okay. he pops up and stuff. He's so good in Escape from New York also. Yeah. Um, and, okay, and, good. Yeah, all kinds of stuff that he showed up in. Always, always a pleasure. But, uh, yeah, all, all right. right. I've been meaning to check that out. But, of course, like I said before, I would have to watch the entire original series first. And that seems like... No, actually, don't watch the entire original series. Watch the first season uh, and then watch season two up to, like, episode nine or ten. And then skip ahead to the finale. And then watch Fire Walk with me. And then watch the new... That still There's... seems... How many yeah, I mean, it is... am I skipping in there in season two? Uh, you're skipping, like, 12 episodes. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I thought it was a shorter season. No, no, no. Season two is long. Okay. All right, for mine, I'm going to bring back a segment uh, that has not been heard from in a long time. Stefan's Pool Party. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, we're going, way, we're going into the way back machine, and uh, this is uh, related to my uh, fantasy football Would pool. Would you like to hear the theme song for that? I do not. You know that I like the revised <laughs> theme and not the horror film theme, but let's play both because we haven't played them in a long time. I think so. I only have one at the moment. Okay, well, let's play whatever that one is. Oh, yeah. Smash that, smash that. <laughs> Thank you to Yerky21 for that party. great theme. I didn't like the kind of like uh, creepy children's funhouse theme we had before, so Yerky made that one for me, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, so I've been I joined a new fantasy football pool this year uh, with uh, a buddy of mine from Curling and all of his uh, high school friends, and we have a WhatsApp uh, chat for all the guys that are in the pool. And so for like uh, for the last like week or so, uh, a guy has been bragging about how good his team is, and he keeps calling himself the uh, the gr- uh, Grand Wizard. He says he's a, he says he's a wizard of of lineup mastery, and uh, so he kept calling himself the Grand Wizard of lineup mastery. So of course, I'm assuming that he is ironically referring to himself as a Grand Wizard because he knows that that's one of the highest titles in the KKK. Yeah. Uh, until it comes out later in the chat that he didn't know that at all and was just calling himself Grand Wizard. Because he thought it was like a really powerful was like, wizard. Yeah, he was just like, this is dope as hell. I'm just the Grand Wizard. <laughs> And then finally someone was like, yeah, John, like, just so you know, like, he doesn't really actually know what that means. And I was like, holy fuck. And uh, I'll try and find the exact uh, context of the conversation. Uh, hopefully my phone doesn't run out of batteries. Well, you know, oh, Brad Paisley and LL Cool J wrote a song about him. He says, uh, yeah, so someone kept saying it. And then he goes, uh, one guy in the pool goes, hey, Ryan, maybe you should Google Grand Wizard. And then, and then a couple of people were like, LOL. And then someone's like, poor choice of name, I'd say. And then he goes, oh, shit, LOL. And then, I, and then someone else is like, yeah, I don't think he knows what it means. And then uh, I said, wait, did you actually not know the Grand Wizards KKK affiliation? And he's like, ha, 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 I didn't. I just thought I was a football wizard. And it turns out he was an accidental racist. Yes, exactly. 
Oh, that's that is that is quite something. Uh, I am going to. I was going to recommend the movie It, even though we talked about it last week with Stefan when he saw it, uh, and I really liked it a lot. And we wasn't just it, was it Stefan's one good thing? No. Okay. No. We also just mentioned Finn Wolford, who is really extremely fucking hilarious in that movie. Just a lot of Vancouver pride attached to that kid. Every single line he has in the entire movie is outrageously funny. Uh, and Stefan, you can probably back me up on that. Yeah, we got to get him on the show. Oh, fuck yeah. I'd be all about that. But, of course, how could I not uh, say that my one good thing this week is that I produced an NHL broadcast by myself today. It was very stressful. I had just a, a very trying ordeal doing it. But in the end, yeah, we, a great experience. We didn't we didn't talk about it already we did. We for, did. like, 20 minutes. No, so we I did. think you should bring it up again. Yeah, so, no, I just... It would. I would be lying to myself if I said that I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed producing an NHL broadcast. Hey, man, whatever uh, you got to tell yourself. And lying to the listeners as well. And I don't want to do that because that's not my brand. That's fair enough. Yeah. And I got to be very brand sensitive now that I'm a influencer. Very true. Very true. I'll give you that. <laughs> With that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommates have been Heather and Ben, our interns of the fine folks at SeatGeek. Promo code real good for $20 off your first purchase, I think. Purchase yes. Correct. Purchase is the word. A very progressive company populated entirely by females we talked about that earlier if you want to support the show you can do so over at patreon.com slash real good show you can follow us on twitter at real good show join the facebook group facebook.com slash groups slash real good show it always helps us of course if you rate and review the program on itunes just gives us a nice boost in there a little ag- algorithm over there and keeps us afloat on the charts and in the rankings and all that good stuff and of course the number one thing that helps is if you just tell people that you like the show, and they might also like it. I don't feel like that's a lot to ask, personally. I think that's very doable. So doable. Uh, And with that, until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Heck. You guys hear me? Stefan Heck. Yes, we got you this time. John John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Stefan Heck. There's, a, there's an apple on my desk. Right. But it is also kind of a callback because you had that thing where you called it an apple phone. Yeah, that's what True. I thought you were going for. But you no, were, I slowly you realized, were doing of the course, old, there's food on the table. Yeah, you were doing the old thing where yeah. you just do the thing and then, uh, yeah. What you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't. Well, I've got the apple. I've got a water bottle. I have my Unabomber pin. Oh, yeah, that? that's a cool pin. Somebody was asking why you had the Unabomber as your Twitter profile photo for a long time. Because I looked like him. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. At like least I, in that in that photo, for sure. If you put- yeah, but I mean, I in like college, I, I would wear like a gray hoodie and sunglasses and have like a shitty little mustache like, <laughs> and not really cut my hair, and I, I looked like him. I went as him for Halloween one year, so. Let's, uh, or was he going as you? It's hard. I mean, lines it. blurred. Yeah. <laughs> Blurred lines. I think there's no controversy with that at all. Yeah, no, that's, that's certainly just a, a fine yeah, thing to mention. Everyone loves that song and <laughs> everything it stands for. It's good. So yeah. I'm glad we we're just ending the episode without being controversial at all. <laughs> I certainly won't play that song right now. No, definitely. You no, won't. I won't. <laughs> I really hope not to. I mean, it is. A I'll great be very song. disappointed in myself if right now blurred lines starts to play. <laughs> Everybody, get up.
used to Go from Malibu to Paribu Yeah, you had a big machine bad you So, hit me up when you pass through I give you something big enough to tell your ass to Swag on them even when you drag casual I mean, it's almost unbearable In a hundred years, not down with I Pull up on side, let you pay me back Nothing like your leg, he too square for you He don't smack that ass and pull your hair like that So I dare watch and wait For you to salute and chew this pimp Not many women can refuse this pimp And I'm a nice guy, but don't get it Justin, I want you to eat my ass.